0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I wanna bring you humor. I wanna bring you fun. I wanna bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives, in your dating lives, and in your relationships. So, thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, coming to you from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. It's a beautiful, sunny fall day today and excited to be doing this show because today I'm going to be answering some questions that you guys submitted to me through my Instagram story. Um, Although as I was reading through them, they made me chuckle because I think 60% were actually comments, things that you guys just wanted to say or share, which is awesome. (laughs) But I have selected a couple uh, questions here to answer as well as one question that It seems like a lot of people have been asking me lately, which is, am I single? So I'm going to be answering that today, too. Um, And uh, first, I just want to say thank you very much for listening to today's show. If you're tuning in for the first time, then welcome here. We talk all things life, dating, relationships. And if you've been listening for some time, uh, thank you very much for your support. I love doing these shows. Love putting out videos and content uh, across social media, as well as, you know, showing up to support my one-on-one clients so that they have more success in dating, more success in love in their relationships. And ultimately, that is why I am here. I have been coaching now for coming into my fifth solid year of working with men in the dating and relationship space. I'm super honored to be in this industry. um, And I took a very interesting road to get here. But nonetheless, I have great success with my clients. um, And if you've been kind of on the fence as to whether or not you might be wanting a little direction, guidance or support when it comes to your dating or relationship life, then I just welcome you to have a chat with me. Right. I'm a human being happy to uh, have a consultation to get to know you better and see if I'm the right fit for you. And if not, that's okay. Maybe there's someone else that might be able to support your journey so that, you know, you can have deeply loving and successful relationships, which is what really a lot of us are after. Um, But there's a lot of obstacles sometimes that get in the way of finding that. Uh, And so my job is to support you to work through those things so you can have the love that you deserve. Um, And if you're interested in that, you can go ahead and book a consultation using the link in the show notes here. Head over to my website, www.KimberlyNinaHill.com. Now, question number one. Okay, I'm just spitballing this, guys. Question number one is, is it possible to forgive a partner who has cheated on you? So my short answer is yes. Okay. However, there's always caveats to this. Firstly, what defines cheating for you? Because you'd be surprised at the variety of answers you will get when you ask someone to define what cheating is to them. Some people think cheating is having a full on sexual relationship with someone, right? Some people will think that cheating is texting someone of the opposite sex. Some of them think cheating is flirting someone might think uh, cheating is watching porn. So firstly, it's important to understand how do you define cheating in the context of, you know, your life and your relationships. And if you have had a partner that has broken that boundary for you, um, is it possible to forgive them? Of course, it's possible to forgive them. However, I think maybe the question underlying this is, is it possible to repair a relationship where someone has strayed outside of it? And if you're wondering why people are motivated to cheat, and this is really timely that this question was asked because yesterday I just posted a video on YouTube that talked to the motivations as to why men and women cheat, as well as to the motivations why men cheat. And I cite a study um, that was written about in a book. Uh, So there's some Researched evidence behind the motivations for people to step outside relationships. So, if you're interested to understand the motivations, then head over to YouTube and watch that video there to, to learn five reasons why people do this. Now, is it possible to forgive a partner? Yes. How do you repair that? Well, my thoughts here are that it is it is entirely possible for a couple to repair when trust has been broken. However, it requires dedication and a willingness from both partners to right the wrong and to rekindle the trust and intimacy that may have been lost. Now, while some people may stray from a relationship because they just made a bad choice in the moment, Oftentimes, people stray from relationships because there has been a need that has gone unmet for some time. So it's very likely that you and this partner are going to need to really deeply understand how to communicate and how to fulfill each other's needs in a realistic way so that we feel loved and committed in our partnerships. Now, there's never an excuse for why people should do this right? But what it's saying is something is going wrong, right? This person is trying to get a need met outside of the relationship because either they can't get that need met, they don't know how to ask for that need met, or they have asked for it and their partner has repeatedly denied it. So is it possible to forgive a partner who's cheated? Absolutely. Uh, But there could be a varying or potentially complex and long road to repair the trust that has been broken. So thank you for that question. Another question I was asked was, how can you express feelings for somebody without creating pressure for them to reciprocate those feelings? This is a great question. Um, And the truth is, for me, I believe it's really all in the wording, right? If you're dating somebody, let's say, say, a situation where a man is dating a woman and he's starting to develop romantic feelings for her and he wants to let her know that. And, you know, he might be hoping that she reciprocates, but he doesn't want to create that pressure. It's simply about the words you choose. You can go about saying, hey, just want to let you know I'm actually developing, you know, more romantic feelings for you, but whatever you feel is okay with me, right? If, by the way, (laughs) you are okay to maintain a friendship, then you should say that. If you are not, then you should also say that. Hey, I think that, you know, things are going beyond a friendship for me. I'd love to know how you feel. Obviously, there's no pressure for you to feel the same way, but if you do, dot, 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 right? And if you don't, that's okay, too. I respect how you feel. So it's really about sharing that you're not needing or expecting that someone feels the same way. You can share that they're allowed more time, that you just want to let them know honestly where you stand, And that friendship is either still on the table or potentially it's not if it's not. So I think expressing feelings without pressure to reciprocate is just in how you share this. Because if you (laughs) if you don't stipulate that there isn't pressure, then people are naturally going to feel that way. Right. Like, you know, (laughs) you know, most of us like are are kind human beings. We don't want to hurt other people's feelings. So if a man expresses his romantic feelings for a woman. She's going to feel pressured to feel that way unless he's stated otherwise. And if she doesn't, there's likely, you know, it's difficult to confront that. So oftentimes people will just disappear, which is not a good thing. We need to learn to be more bold and courageous. Um, But if the pressure has been created, people don't always respond super well to that. So, yeah, you're welcome to express feelings for someone um, and just let them know that you respect whatever they feel. And that's okay with you. Okay, here's a good question. Can the honeymoon period last forever? So my answer to this is, yes, it can. However, you have to work at it. Most people can experience what's known as the honeymoon phase for somewhere between three months to two years. Lucky people, two years, right? Usually what happens after that is comfort breeds familiarity, life gets monotonous, other factors get in the way of the connection you have with your partner, and the effort we put in dwindles. So if you're someone that wants to have a really deeply loving honeymoony relationship, Mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to work through your shit, because if you don't, that is going to get in the way And you have to be committed to do the things you did in the beginning of the relationship so that there won't be an end. When people think, well, how do I prolong the honeymoon period? It's like, well, keep treating your partner with love and affection and kindness and do those little surprises and make sure you have quality time together where you're not talking about your stresses or work or kids or who needs to take the trash out or whatever is going on. It's about having those quality connected moments so that you can still continue to experience that feeling of connection and honeymoony feeling or disney moments or whatever it is that you're seeking so yeah couples can remain in love with each other if they work at it cuz remember that in a relationship we have to wake up every day and make a conscious choice to love our partners love is not always so, it's a complex emotion right it's not always flowing out of us just like we're not always happy every day or sad every day or feeling love every day. So sometimes we need to make a conscious choice to love our partners. And even if things aren't going perfectly, we might still need to do that little surprise for them, or we might still need to, you know, spend a quality weekend away together. So without a doubt, the honeymoon period can last, (laughs) but there are things that you need to do to keep that around. It is not something that just falls out of the sky. It's not fairy dust. You can't just take a magic pill and feel that way you have to actively work at it and most couples don't most couples get into routine things become predictable we start to have expectations of our partners we stop communicating what we need we stop saying please and thank you and then it's kind of a gradual decline of our relationships to be honest because we're not doing the same things that create the same excitement and love between us um Okay, now, so thank you for that question. Now, I've got two questions that people just want to know some personal stuff about me. And to be honest, like, you know, I, I'd say I'm pretty, I'm more, I'm more reserved about my personal life than I am open about it. And what's been interesting is that, okay, well, the question is, am I single? <laughs> no, I am not single. I have not been single for four years now. I'm in a very loving, committed relationship with my partner. And he has made it clear from the beginning that he doesn't want to be paraded around on my social media account. Uh, And I respect that and I respect him and I respect his boundary. And so that is why you do not see pictures of my partner on my social media account. Okay, on the rare occasion, that he's in a little bit of disguise, he's happy for me to share it. And you'll notice that he appears in some of my stories from time to time. Um, But he is not interested in being the poster boy for my business. And I totally admire and respect that. And my relationship is so much more important than sharing pictures of him on my social media. Plus, I'm sure you guys don't really care. Uh, Maybe you do, but I imagine you don't really care to be seeing pictures of my boyfriend all the time. Uh, So he's not up there for that reason. And I think that's why some people wonder if I'm single or not, because my page is representing myself and my brand. And my thoughts and opinions, um, not dissecting the inner workings of my relationship um, because I can imagine that wouldn't be particularly good for Andrew and I. <laughs> so no, I am not single. I am in a really loving, happy relationship. We are not perfect. We have our ups and downs, um, but I'm very dedicated to this man and I love him very deeply. So there you go. <laughs> Question has been exposed. Now, A question I got asked is, what is my dating life like as a dating and relationship coach? And I say it's very dry, (laughs) other than the fact that I love to date my partner. I love to do fun things with him, take him. I love to take him on surprises. I like to book fun events to go to. Um, And I think it's, you know, one of my needs in a relationship is to have new experiences and experience all arts and the culture here in Vancouver. So I love to go out. Just recently, we were at Cirque du Soleil which was beautiful. And about a month prior, we went to the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra and watched them play along to Tim Burton's Night Before Christmas a movie that was playing on a big screen while they the symphony played the soundtrack below it. We got dressed up, had a wonderful night. And uh, so my dating life with my partner is great. <laughs> my dating life with other men, not so great. <laughs> um, and another personal question that you guys have been curious about are what are my hobbies? And I love this question because I love to ask my clients what their hobbies are too. So for me, my hobbies are sometimes seasonal and they chop and change all the time. But I love to cook. I love to play frisbee golf. I love to get out and golf. I love to cross country ski. I love to snowshoe. I love to hike. I love to go out and walk my dog. I love to paint sometimes. I love to bake. I like to host dinner parties. (laughs) I like to decorate the home. Oh my gosh, what other hobbies do I have? I sometimes like to make my own candles. I also do a lot of things within my business that are hobbies of mine, (laughs) right? Um, My goodness. I love to travel as a hobby, right? I love to experience new cuisines um, and new cultures as a hobby. And my goodness. That's a little bit of what I like to do in my free time. Um, Obviously, my hobbies are also getting together with friends and family and just hanging out or having a good laugh. Um, I would definitely say my hobbies are also like finding fun events in town and getting people together and going to them and having great experiences. Like I love to kind of keep the people in my life that I adore. Like I like to introduce them to each other and go out and have fun. Um, and do seasonal events. So, gosh, yeah, those are some of my hobbies. Reading is obviously one of my hobbies, too, although I've been more of an audiobook girl lately than I have been picking up an actual physical book. Um, Yeah, those are my hobbies. (laughs) I also have my firearms license, so I like to go shooting with my partner from time to time. I'm into archery. I've got a recurvable bow hanging on my wall. Um, So I like just like using my natural instinct to uh, shoot some arrows and hit some targets. And yeah, that's me in a nutshell, I guess. I'm pretty, I'm pretty varied. I like to do a lot of different things and introduce me to something new and I will absolutely give it a try. So thank you for that question too, because it's actually fun to share and to remind myself some of the things I haven't done recently that I might want to pick up and do. I also probably think shopping is a hobby of mine, but <laughs> I don't know if everybody needs to know that. Now, genuinely appreciate those fun questions on my show. I want to try and do more series like this because honestly, you guys have so many great questions that you ask me in the comments. I want to give you an opportunity to do it on the stories. Maybe every maybe once a month we'll do a question and answer show. Um, so let me know if you enjoyed today's episode. If you want me to do more like this, because uh, obviously it's it's really fun to just kind of answer the things that you're most interested to hear. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Hopefully you've learned a little bit about me today too. If you've listened to the show, okay, and you enjoyed it, can you guys send me a DM on Instagram and just give me a thumbs up or say listen to the show and liked it, please do more. That kind of feedback just lets me know, am I am I doing what you guys want here? Right. As a content creator, something that's super interesting is that we put a lot out into the world. And while I do get, you know, great comments and great engagement back, um, we don't always get the direct feedback that is really helpful for our business. So don't be shy. Let me know. Loved it. Hate it. You're boring. You have shitty hobbies. (laughs) Like, Give me some feedback. Be kind, but give me some feedback uh, because I want to, you know, I want to take this show in a direction that's really helpful for you guys. So hopefully you all have some beautiful plans this upcoming weekend. Uh, spending time with people you love, going on great, amazing dates, doing surprises for your partner, and look forward to bringing you all another episode next week. Ciao.